What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Movie Crush, Mini Crush Monday with me and Noel. Noel and I, the two of us, going somewhere, doing some things on our way back home. On our way home. On our way home. I'm going home. That was a nice harmony there, Chuck. I didn't hear it because you're actually, your shit cut out. Did it sound good? Oh, I, I, God, I hope it sinks up. <laughs> I really hope it sinks up because it was lovely. It warmed my heart, Chuck. How you doing? Good tune. Uh, I'm doing great, Noel. How are you? Good. Have you heard the Amy Mann and uh, her husband version of that that was on the I Am Sam soundtrack? I have indeed. I quite enjoyed that soundtrack of the different also, Beatles takes. I think it's probably far superior to the movie itself. I never saw the movie, but I will say this. Uh, it has one of my favorite Beatles covers ever in the Granddaddy's version of revolution is so amazing so good granddaddy doesn't get enough uh props i really like them a lot no they were one of my favorite legit one of my favorite bands for their period when i was living in la they were they're fantastic top top five for me from modesto which i think is so cool yeah they never moved into the city they just like we're like we're a modesto band i think that's so cool yeah jason lytle i think he lives out in like montana or something now he's a he's a woodland woodland creature They were all like beardy, kind of like lumberjack looking fellas, you know. Yeah. Before uh, that was cool. Oh, but they I think they were just very much themselves. I mean, anyone who isn't familiar, like you could kind of compare them to like kind of like Radiohead, but but much more just like indie rock. But like they talked about similar themes of like alienation between nature and technology yeah. and used lots of synths and lots of cool blips and bloops. But 
some of their songs are heartbreakingly sad. Some of them are also very uh, hopeful and upbeat and just beautiful, beautiful band. I love it. We do, uh, El Chipo does, geez, like one, two, three. I think we do like four or five granddaddy songs for fun. I like that song, Hewlett's Daughter. I used to cover that in the band. Yeah, we do so. Hewlett's. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do that. We do Now It's On. We do. Now It's uh, On is great. Uh, Crystal Lake. Yeah, also great. Uh, I can't remember, but uh, they're all they're always fun to sing. He's so he's, cool. He's great. He's a treasure. I agree. Uh, so Noel, let's go ahead and get going here because we got a few items to go over. I asked the Crushers this, Noel. What's your favorite all-time TV show cast? You got one off the dome? Uh, Sopranos. Yeah, great cast. Mm-hmm. Very good cast. Uh, Megan only says Parks and Rec. Each character cracks me up, and his growth throughout the series. Uh, it's just a pretty stacked cast. I agree. Couldn't agree more. I mean, in terms of like a comedic ensemble cast, doesn't get much better than The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah, totally. The Office is great. I started following uh, Angela Kinsey on Instagram, and uh, she just seems delightful. Just seems like a lovely human and mother and, and wife and just person. It, it look, she's I really enjoy her Instagram feed. And Jenna Fisher, too. I follow her, too. Totally. Uh, where can people follow you, Noel? You can follow me on Instagram, where I'm at How Now Noel Brown. Thanks for asking, Chuck. Sure, you can follow me at Chuck the Podcaster. Uh, Ruby started doing that lately. She started doing a zombie voice. Holy crap, that's creep. That's almost like the Shining voice. Hello, Mrs. <laughs> Torrance. Remember, but it made me. <laughs> it made me remember when I was a kid. When you first, uh, when you first learn how to do that, realize you can do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, also, I did that a lot. When, when you first realize you can roll your eyes in the back of your head and make them just the whites, you know. Yeah, I never could do that. But um, I asked her the Amazing. other day. I got a good video of it. She was doing her zombie, and I was like, "What's your favorite food, zombie?" And she went, "Zombie brains, ice cream." <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's all to unpack here. So she she's like a cannibal then. She's well, eating zombie brains. I, I guess, yeah, she didn't put it all together. She didn't technically know what a zombie is, but I told her that zombies eat brains and that's how they live. That's true. Zombie and, brains. Yeah, yeah, but then zombie brains ice cream, just the, that little six-year-old edition of ice cream was very cute. I love it. I love it. It's really adorable. A lot of fun. Uh, let me see. Benjamin Shalito says, psych. I've never seen that uh, because not only are all the main characters amazing at playing the comedy, in serious scenes, but the side and recurring characters are just as endearing as wonderful. I don't, have you seen that show, Noel? No, like, I've not. Never seen that. Uh, Andrea Hammond says, Lost. Everyone on that show is amazing. Love or hate the characters, and there were many, uh, but just the best. I think that's the thing that, that redeemed that show to the end, right? Like, I mean, I think we were all, I know you were very disappointed with the way it ended, but I think what kept us along for the ride is that the, 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 the characters were so damn good and yeah. compelling. Yeah, we were invested. We were all invested, Noel. That's a tough show to end. We've talked it about really it before, is. but I think that at some point they were like, ooh, we, oh we kind of dug a big hole here, guys. Not sure what to do. Call uh, in the script doctors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alicia Capps says, Stranger Things. Every single one of those kids are absolute stars on the rise. The way they work together and the chemistry you can see on screen makes the project even more beloved and believable. I do love that cast. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Tara Lee Chaw says, The IT Crowd. That's a show I haven't seen, but I've, I've heard it's really good. Chuck, that is right up your street, my friend. I know, right? Yeah, it really is. It's, it's. I mean, you, you know Matt Barry, right? Yeah. 
He's in it, and um, uh, he's incredible. And you know, he can only really do the one thing, but it's just <laughs> it's delightful. A great thing, though. And um, Richard Iowati, who is also a great director, who did a movie called The Double and a movie called uh, Submarine, that are both really, really lovely. Um, he's he plays this nerdy character named Moss, um, who is just the best. Uh, and that guy you like, yeah, the the, the the Irish guy who you, you said never gets his due, who was in like Dinner for schmucks you know um mm -hmm. chris o'dowd mm -hmm. uh he he plays the one of the main leads and it's just a fa i completely agree with the the listener it's a perfectly cast and wonderful show you gotta check that out uh oh our old pal sammy cahill hey sammy says that 70s show such lovable characters who are perfectly cast i was a big fan of that 70s show agreed i loved it perfect ensemble vibes and i know i've mentioned this before but when i was screenplay writing back in the day writing specs the probably the best thing i ever wrote was a 70s show spec you did mention that. And it was uh it was it was quite a good app, I think. And it exists as reality in my mind. Yeah, uh, second that from with Michelle uh Cagnoni, that seventy show. Every other show I loved had at least one or two characters I didn't like or hated from Friends to Peaky Blinders. Uh going through how I met your mother, but that seventy show loved everyone. That's great. Shane Hill says it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just a legendary group of actors right there. Totally. I only watched a few seasons of that. I really loved it, but it wasn't a show that I just kind of stuck through all the way through. But I really, really did like it when I watched it. I, I like it too. I watch it sort of like here and there. It is a very aggressively mean spirited show. So <laughs> it sometimes it. Is, isn't, isn't the vibe for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Making Carol says Deadwood with a subtraction of Jeff Jones did a great job in the role, but I don't want that controversy. Oh, I don't know about that. Is Jeff? I don't I don't know, who is Jeff Jones? Let's see, I'm not even sure Jeff who that is. Jones. Uh, oh, Jeffrey he, Jones. He's okay, he, he's the chief executive officer of H and R Block. Is that who we're talking? Yeah, about? he was from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He is quite an actor, but I believe there was uh, like a child pornography thing that he was accused of at one point. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, yeah, he was in Beetlejuice. Uh, he yeah. He the newspaper man. I didn't know anything about that. Ugh, okay, well, yeah. Now you do, Noel. Yikes. Not good. Not good at all. So Megan, Speaks out about porn charges, child porn charges. Okay. No, wow. thank you, sir. Mm -mm. It's hard to watch anything again then, you know? With him I in mean, it. You know, I watched uh, on a, on the plane. It's lovely to be able to say that on the way back from Seattle. Um, L.A. Confidential, mm -hmm. which is fucking awesome. Great movie. Um, it has uh, what's his face in Spacey. it? Creepo. Yeah, Spacey. Um, he's not in it that much. I mean, he kind of is, but it's like I, I can still watch it. Do I? Do I have to not watch movies anymore? That no, people are it's all very personal and very individual to the case. Like you know somebody might still want to watch Louis C.K. stand up, but not watch Bill Cosby stand up. There are different, it's just all a very personal thing. I don't think anyone should tell anyone what to do or how to do it or what to watch and who to watch. Yeah. That's my opinion. I agree. I'm with you. Uh, Jennifer Fitz fee says arrested development. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. RIP Jessica Walter as Lucille Bluth among many other great, great roles. She's really good. Will Arnett's so good too. Do you listen to uh, the podcast he does with Bateman and uh, Sean Hayes? I've seen it pop up, but no, I have not. Chuck, I only listen to one podcast, and it's called Pod Yourself a Gun, a Sopranos podcast. <laughs> I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I'll, I'll listen to their show uh, some. It's quite 
quite lovely. I like it a lot. And they are, man, they're a top 10 stalwart now. So good for those guys. Invite me on for Christ's sake. I would like to be invited on to pod yourself a gun. They had Jack <laughs> O'Brien on. Uh, I'm actually, Chuck, tell me if you think this is gauche. I think I'm going to cold reach out to them and tell them what a fan I am. Do it. And that I work with Jack. And that's not gauche. Can I please be a guest? No, that's is that not okay? gauche at all. Okay, cool. I think I, I've had people it. write me and ask to be on Movie Crush. Because uh, I just really, I just, I think I'd be okay. Because I really love the show and know every minutia of every episode. And I rewatch it every year. And I think a lot of times they have trouble finding people that are really into Sopranos. So I could be doing them a solid. Maybe so. And you're, you're, you know, semi-famous like the rest of us. Fair enough. Uh, Zach Pointer says, has to be Seinfeld. Uh, Jason Roberts says, Mulder and Scully in their chemistry. A lot of people are saying The Office, Noel. For good reason. Oh, it's it's great. And, and again, they took that same vibe. It's Greg Daniels. I mean, isn't it, isn't it the same showrunner that did Parks and Rec that did The Office? Yeah, I believe I think so. there's. I mean, clearly an eye for that type of chemistry because it yeah. really does feel similarly. You know, totally magical. Uh, Megan Broyle says, "Got to be Firefly and Buffy." Uh, Firefly's Weed, great. may be a douche canoe, but the characters and cast of those shows were awesome. Yeah, he's he's turned out to be a big jerk too, Noel. Mm-hmm. Good lord, get it together, men. What's your problem? Just be decent. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. All right, Noel, we're going to move on along to, I can't even remember what we were talking about before. Oh, I was talking about bad men. Bad men. Here's the 
secret sauce here. Noel had to stop the recording for a minute to tell me something funny that we didn't want you all to hear. And then I can't. How could you do that to them, Chuck? How could you do that? Now everyone feels excluded. Uh, I will say this, though. It had nothing to do with uh, with bad men. No, definitely not. Um, yeah. So we're going to move on, Noel, to this. Uh, recast a movie with one character. You know, like who ruined a movie for you and put someone else in there. I think I've done this one before, but it's always fun to go back to. Well, that's also part of the reason I mentioned the whole L.A. confidential thing, because a a thing that comes up in this list a lot is Kevin Spacey recast him. But it's not because he was bad in the movie. I mean, we used to love Kevin Spacey. It's because he's like a bad man. Uh, So it's like a question is, where's the line? And I'm, I, you know, again, like you said, very personal, but let's get to the list. I'm interested to hear what people have to say. Uh, Let me see here. All this to friends. Debbie Frangadakis says Star Wars Episode 2 replace Hayden Christensen with Matt Lanter. Uh, Okay, so he was a voice actor in Clone Wars. And she says, and my sweet Jesus, does he have the look? So he must be a, a a hunky guy, Matt Lanter. I'm looking him up. Yes, he is. He is a he's a piece, Noel. Oh boy, Lanter, L A N T E R. L A N T E R. Don't know about him. Uh, Melissa McCallum says Donald Sutherland in the Buffy movie. He looked like he hated being there. Become my definition of phoning it in. Well, uh, this is from Misa uh, McKeon. Misa, you didn't recast it. Who are you going to put in there? That's right. You're forgiven. Holly Hess says Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code series. I pictured Bill Pullman when I read the books. All right. I only saw one of those Da Vinci Code movies, and I don't know. I didn't I didn't like Tom Hanks in that role either, to be honest. I just don't care about I don't care about it either. heists, you know, things. I just, it doesn't do it for me. No, uh, that's why I didn't. I, I think that's the only book on tape I ever listened to in my life was when I moved across country to Los Angeles. I listened to the Da Vinci Code. Uh, it, was, it was a fine book on tape. I enjoyed it. Uh, Marty, ooh, interesting. I totally disagree here. Marty Willis says Miles Teller in Whiplash. I thought Miles Teller was great. Or Miles Teller in anything. Okay, so Marty Willis does not like Miles Teller. Fair enough. It would seem so. Or seem not. Uh, Eric Austin says uh, Tom Cruise is Jack Reacher. His physical appearance is totally different than the book character, but his disposition is off too. I didn't see the Jack Reacher movies. No. Wait a minute. No, I did. I I watched one because it had Werner Herzog in it as the baddie. <laughs> of course. And so I had to you have I had to. to check. I has <laughs> I gotta I've gotta honor the, the Werner. Yeah. Give me give me something quick. I don't know if I can right now, Chuck. <laughs> oh, but uh, you have to know. I, oh I'm expecting see, good things. My goodness, Chuck. You really I've been telling people about what a, th- a thrill that was. Oh, by the way, I was on my buddy uh my buddy um Nicholas's podcast, Video Drum Cinema, where we talked about Mandy, which is a movie that I really love. And I think you like just fine. Uh, some people really hate it, but it's just a, a favorite of mine. And um, he mentioned what how how much he loved that segment <laughs> and how uh, the, the main reason that he loved it was all of the writing was so spot on. Right? Like the I Crushers know. really like slammed it in. It was so yeah, good. Very proud of the Crushers. Uh, actually, I'm going to promote something real quick, Noel. I was a guest and Ruby is so excited because I was a guest on the Story Pirates podcast. Oh, cool. Uh, one of the great, great kids podcasts that uh, my good friend Peter McNerney is is on and as a writer on. Uh, he was on the Stuff You Should Know TV show and a close friend and uh, did We Know's Parenting with us and his great wife, Beth Newell, for a while before uh, they wrapped that show up. And I was a fan of that show. But uh, for parents with kids or whatever, Uncle Chuck is on Story Pirates. I think it's being, it will have been out for about a week and a half. 
by the time this comes out, and I don't know what the episode is called, but it is about a whale who uh, hosts concerts in its belly, but is afraid to ask people to come to the concerts because the whale has bad breath. And I am that Aww. whale. Oh, that's so fun. So you just, they just give you a script and you just sort of redo, redo the lines or they like walk you through it or how's, how's the process? He sent me the script and Peter got on a Zoom with me and was my director and was a really great director. He's a very funny guy. So he, uh, I was a little nervous. I was like, do I do a voice? Like, do I really put on a thing? And he sort of, we sort of just did a very mopey version of me, like slightly exaggerated, but I'd, I didn't do a huge, big, weird thing. Are they going to pitch your voice, do you think? Are they going to what? pitch your voice like make your I voice lower don't think so i think he just liked it like it was that's cool i think it was just sort of oh, like that oh, oh me a little i can't wait to check that out man i have to I'll, i will definitely listen to a children's podcast on my very own just to hear your performance it, it was it was a lot of fun and i enjoyed that bit of voice acting because i don't get to do that much and it's ruby's favorite show so she is really stoked oh that's way cool dude and you know the deal with story pirates is it's a uh, Kids write the stories, and then they send them in, and they profession have professional actors, and then assholes like me um, act it out, and they put music to it and stuff. So it's it's really a lot of fun. That's awesome. Good stuff. Uh, Stephanie Stevens Stork, great name, Triple S. I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, love the book The Shining, but absolutely hated Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall in those roles. I'm not sure Heresy. who would be. Maybe Warren Beatty and Sissy Spacek. Oh, okay. sure. I mean that 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 would be a reasonable analog sissy spacek would have been great yeah i, I actually i think that uh shelly duvall uh, she's a little over the top though I mean, oh i dis- disagree i thought she was great. okay all right she's she's good you're right but no hey if you don't you know if you thought she was a little much i i enjoy it but i'm just saying i could see how to some mm-hmm. that might just be a little cringe jack nicholson's over the top too i mean the whole fucking movie's over the top you know what are we talking about yeah that's true he is very much over the top uh troy nolan says pretty much anything with nicholas cage Oh, heresy. heresy. Yeah, my girlfriend can't stand him. But I made her watch Mandy and she kind of got it. She's like, okay, I can see how that was using Nicolas Cage properly. I also, we watched um, Adaptation and she liked that too. But she just in general despises Nicolas Cage. Oh, You know, I did book that uh, director of a Nicolas Cage movie. That guy's coming on. Which one? Which 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 movie? Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's. he said it's not coming out till later in the summer. And would I mind pushing the recording to closer to that. And I was like, no, that'd be great. As long as you'll tell me some Nicholas Cage stories. And he said he would. That's awesome. We'll see. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, Mary Morales is Jack Black in the holiday. Uh, maybe Adam driver or someone who doesn't know he's hot, but way more attractive than Jack. Oh, that breaks my heart. Ouch. I love Jack Black. And I think he's I do too. plenty handsome because I don't look too different. No, neither do you. <laughs> I know it's true. We, we got to go to bat for our, for our short uh, huskies. brown huskies, <laughs> brown-haired huskies. That's true. The uh, Tenacious D is a fun follow, uh, as is Jack Black and Kyle Kinane on Instagram. It's fun. Dude, Jack Black's Instagram is amazing. He has his own like <laughs> personal videographer. Is that, they're always doing making that? these. Yeah, dude, he has this guy. <laughs> you can follow him, too. Um, and they make all these amazing like After Effects videos of him just like prancing yeah. around his <laughs> insane mansion backyard and yeah. his, like in his like Speedo yeah, yeah, yeah. wearing like Captain America <laughs> masks great. and shit. It's so great. He he's he gives us uh, he gives me a lot of encouragement to, to like shed that shirt and just own it. Agreed. Probably never going to do it, but nice to see. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Andrea Hammond says the horrible acting of Jake Lloyd in the Phantom Menace. 
He practically skipped his way tra-la-la through the movie. Uh, Haley Joel Osment would have been good in the role. I could see that. He's a good actor. This is the pre-Darth Vader character? No, that's Hayden Christensen. Who's Jake Lloyd? He, he, was, he was baby... Uh, oh, yes, the little... Yes, baby Anakin. Yeah. Lil Anakin, L-I-L. That's right. Yeah, There's a lot of people trying to recast Star Wars. Our old pal Jeff Noel says... Uh, Star Wars prequels recast Hayden Christensen with Tom Hiddleston. Same age, better actor, good with a sword. Yeah, that's a really good call, and he's getting a lot of support there. Tom Hiddleston is uh, Anakin? Sure. He Loki did up pretty good. Uh, and then let's finish up with this one. Autumn Joe Fletcher says, uh, Spring Breakers watched recently, and while I didn't really care for it altogether, James Franco's character had me literally laughing. I'm sure there's someone who could have done it better. <laughs> I can't imagine. Did you see where uh, Seth Rogen basically said, I'm not going to work with him anymore? I did. I did. It's pretty hardcore. I didn't realize there were new allegations. I, I, he'd been sort of like talked about for a while as having done some questionable things. And then I read there was a recent thing that was tied to like an acting school that he founded where he was apparently funneling like young, uh, um, you know, actors, up and coming actors to do weird, you know, inappropriate stuff with them in exchange for supposedly being offered like movie roles which is the worst type of uh what's the word exploitation when you're like capitalizing on someone's hopes and dreams which obviously happens in hollywood all the time and it's the same with the kevin spacey story and the brian singer right like the the director or whatever with doing with a lot of young you know um new to hollywood people who you know he yeah. like, promises the sun and the moon to it's the it's worst really just about getting them into a hot tub you know it's just that yeah gross it is gross and uh I guess it's a power thing because, like, James Spader, just just go out and get laid. You're James Spader. Why do you need to do this? And I, don't, I think that's a thing. No, no, James Franco. What did I say, James Spader? Yeah. <laughs> he should go out and get laid, too, actually. Uh, I, think James, I think James Spader's okay. I think he's No, uh, I, think I think he's fine. I, think, I, think <laughs> I just he's... meant, you know, I'm going to encourage everyone to go out and get laid today. Yeah. That's, uh, that's on my T-shirt. Um, but no, like I'm saying, it's got to be a power trip. That must be what that's all about, which is totally, it makes it all even worse and more gross. But, um, yeah, good for Seth Rogen. You know, I'm sure he's I had agree. a reckoning with his, his, uh, I'm sure, I don't know. I was about to say former friend who knows what's going on behind this. Oh yeah. It's, it's hard to say, but did you, did you mention uh, or see the, uh, the picture that he posted where he shaved and stuff and like, wasn't wearing glasses and he looks like a completely different person? <laughs> I did. He also had a bit of a mullet. And then there are a lot of people saying like, that's not even him. Uh, I know. I, I saw that too. And I, I really kind of believed them, but then I looked it up and it was an official uh, picture from the set of this show that he's working on. Yeah. Very, I think he just, he just, I think people forget what he looks like because to me, he looked like Seth Rogen with a mullet. That's what that I was, was thrown. Thing. I was thrown for a loop. And but the thing is that it's not like he ever, he rocks a full beard. Most of the time, he usually just kind of has stubble kind of right. Or like heavy stubble. Uh, heavy stubble to light beard. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, it's much more of a uh, transformation when a fully bearded individual shaves their entire beard. Right. Like when I shaved my beard at the beginning of the pandemic, I looked weird. Mm-hmm. And your daughter didn't care for it, if I'm not mistaken. She did not, not like it at first, but then she yeah. was fine. That's good. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. So Noel... I'm going to move on to our final segment today. This is from Scott Schneider uh, from the Movie Crushers. He said, best ensemble cast in a movie. And he goes with 12 Years a Slave. Great cast. I still haven't seen that, but um, that is a great cast. And Noel, if you haven't noticed, this is a themed episode all about casting. Mm -hmm. I guess I should have said that at the beginning, huh? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're saying it now. Um, I, you know, that's, it's, it's a movie. It's hard to say you enjoyed, sure. but it's because it's very heavy and, and a lot of horrible things happen, but it ultimately has a really, really beautiful, uplifting ending. And I, I think it's just great. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to say ensemble, that word to me implies a little something different than just total cast in a movie. No, I think like, ensemble means they interact with each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, like you wouldn't say Die Hard's ensemble, uh, but you would say the Royal Tannenbaum's ensemble. Right. Like Anna Shretha, our old friend, mm -hmm. voted mm -hmm. for that one. Yeah, uh, I think it requires for it to be an ensemble cast that they like are in the scenes together like, yeah. almost all the time. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the, the jam. Uh, I was about to say this one, but Joel Cron points out, of course, and I'm sure a lot of other people will agree, that Knives Out Oh, it's one of the best ensembles and the ocean movies and every Wes Anderson movie, he says. I recently rewatched Ocean's Eleven and I just think it's so fucking funny. It fun. is. It's a lot of fun. I like yeah. that movie a lot. The Scott Kahn and uh, Casey Affleck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're great. Two brothers that are always fighting. Yeah. yeah. I love those guys in that. And Elliot Gould, man, it's just so good. Matt Damon's awesome. Cheadle's great. I love Cheadle's accent. If you don't like it, then I'm sorry, because it's one of the great 
phony accents of all time. Totally. I love I, it. I also, it was the first time I ever understood the concept of uh, Cockney rhyming slang. Right. Where he goes, we're in Bonnie, rubble, Bonnie rubble, trouble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my British best friend, Justin, will throw it out every now and then as a joke, and I'm always trying to figure it out. Uh, Jordan Frey or Fry says, Tropic Thunder, Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Downey Jr., Jay uh, Baruchel, Baruchel, is that how it's pronounced? I'm not sure. Steve Coogan, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, Nick Nolte, Matthew McConaughey, Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's a stacked cast. I enjoyed that, but I never really wanted to see it again. Same. You didn't, that wasn't one of your like faves. Mm-mm. Jonah Cassie says, Castaway. Uh, I, I, I think I, that's I lo- a joke. I think, I, think, I think it's a joke. I loved the volleyball. That was great casting. Jonah, how dare you after I bought you earbuds? That's gonna, the guy? That's the guy. Oh man! Now he he's really fucking with up, me, Jonah. Damn it, Jonah! <laughs> he's trolling me. Oh. He's not trolling me because I didn't make this up. He's trolling Scott Schneider. There you go. Uh, let me see. David Fleming says the Breakfast Club. Uh, Mike Nye. Perfect example. Perfect example of an ensemble cast. They're literally sitting at a table together, bantering for like a big portion of the movie. Right? They're all in that same room for almost all of it. Uh, Mike or Mick Nye. He gave me a hard time about his name and actually also complimented me on his name and the pronunciation therein. Pulp Fiction. Of course. I don't know if I would call that an ensemble. That's a weird, well, it's a weird one though, right? Because they, they, they do interact a lot. A lot of them do. You could, okay, okay here's a question. Can you uh, have a portion of a cast be an ensemble cast in a larger movie? Is it, yeah, sure, because then I would say like Knives Out, there's the ensemble, and then right. maybe, mm-hmm. well, I'm trying to think of anyone that would be outside the ensemble in that movie. Probably not. Because mm. like, yeah, I would call them it, additional players or something. In Pulp Fiction, they on, only a handful of them interact with each other at any one time. Then they kind of split and interact separately and have yeah. their own little side stories. kind of. So I don't yeah. think that counts. I agree. David Fleming says Clue. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, David Smith says The Usual Suspects. Yeah, that's a great ensemble. Once again, Kevin Spacey. Uh, the uh, definitions.net describes an ensemble cast as being made up of cast members in which the pr- principal actors and performers are assigned roughly equal amounts of importance okay. in screen time. Yeah, there you go. In a that's... dramatic production. So I think maybe being in the same room isn't the issue at all. It's more just like, are they weighted equally? Right. Like I think in terms of their prominence. Def, yeah. So maybe Pulp Fiction does count. because I think that's right. I, I mean, Jules and, uh, and uh, oh God, what was Travolta's name in that? I'm blanking. Vic. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Vincent Vega, not Vic Vega. That was in the other movie. There's certainly, you could argue that they're the lead. Yeah. But I would say maybe that is an ensemble. No, I think so. But, but like, uh, like here's a big list. Uh, if like Ocean's Eleven, Gosford Park, Shortcuts, mm. uh, any of the Avengers movies would be considered that. Any Robert Crash, movie, yeah. The bad, the bad crash. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Nashville. Exactly. Any Robert Altman movie. You're damn right. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Damn right, son. Uh, Brandon Magnolia. Sur- <laughs> Brandon Surigal. Most Paul Thomas Anderson movies, and David Smith both say Boogie Nights. Uh, speaking of PTA, that I, I would say that's certainly an ensemble. Sin City. Yeah. I like that movie. That first one's Heat. good. Mm-hmm. Heat. 
Uh, Nate Lindbergh says The Player, another Altman film. Oh, I love The Player. That movie is such a good representation of like Hollywood snark and just kind of, it, it was before Curb Your Enthusiasm, but it like does the th- the same thing Curb does kind of, where it's like real people playing themselves yeah. and kind of asshole versions of themselves, you know what I mean? Like in Hollywood. Yeah, like we do on this show. Just so. Uh, let me see here. Tony Kimball says, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Hard to argue. Pacino, Jack Lemmon, Alec Baldwin, Alan Arkin, Ed Harris, Jonathan Price, and our nemesis, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Petrick. You think says, he's ever going to show his face again? I don't know, man. He, he might have a hard time getting a job. If he wanted to. Maybe, maybe he has been trying. I wonder. To show his face. And everyone's like, nah, I want to punch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen Petrick says Clue, of course. Young Guns, Dazed and Confused, Knives Out, Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to say Dazed and Confused, I think we have to say Fast Times at Ridgemont High. For sure. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Cole Stratton, our old friend and cast member here, says Silverado. Remember, did you, did you ever see that? It was a, kind of a comedy western. No. Very good movie, Noel. I think it was, uh, what's his face? Not Zemeckis. Who was the guy that wrote? I think it was Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, oh, got sure. Kevin, Kevin Klein, Scott Glenn, Danny Glover, Kevin Costner, John Cleese, Linda Hunt, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Dennehy, Rosanna Arquette, Jeff Fahey, uh, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, that's a great cast. That's fantastic. Sneakers. This comes from Dennis Lopez. I saw that back in the day. I remember that. Robert remember Redford, right? Instance of it. Yeah, I, I want to say River Phoenix. I think that might be right. It was remember it was a little risque. Yeah, River Phoenix, Mary group. McDonald, Redford, Sidney Poitier, ooh, David Stratham, Dan Aykroyd, Ben Kingsley, Timothy Busfield, James Earl Jones, Stephen uh, Tobolowski. Are they burglars? What are they? I think they spies? were they were hacker types, right? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, they were hackers, but it wasn't the movie hackers. Okay, got it. Oh, a security pro. They were all about breaking into security systems. Yeah. Like, yeah, break their break, B&E experts. They were sneakers, Noel. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not about shoes. <laughs> all right, let's do a couple more here, then get out of town. Will Thomas is the big chill. Certainly a great ensemble. Covered that with the uh, lovely Janie Haddad Tompkins. Uh, one of our oldest of friends, uh, the lovely Daisy Christina Abreu. Or Brayu says Moonstruck, Steel Magnolias, The Birdcage, and The Color Purple. Yes, on all those. Moonstruck is one you keep pushing me to see, I believe. I need to see that one. It was With good. Nicholas Cage good, and Cher, right? Good, good cageness in that one. Gotcha. Young, good acting Cage. And still a little over the top Cage. Uh, and let's finish up with this one, Noel. Kelly Burns Brockington, one of our old friends, says Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, that was a good cast. I have somehow managed to never see that. I've never seen that. Oh, it's good. It's, just, it's a good movie. It's of the time, but it's, um, I don't like to use the word cute, but it is a, a kind of a cute little feel-good movie. I, I can't confirm or deny this, but I remember my dad liked it, but he was bothered by the fact that the first word in the movie is fuck. <laughs> Wait, in which movie? In Four, Four Weddings? Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, that's yeah. funny. All right, Noel, that's it for us, right? I think so. Uh, well, thanks to everyone for tuning in and uh, participating. As always, the movie crushers, just the best little corny of the internet. We love everyone out there. And uh, thanks for checking it out. 
right no let's just let it peter just let it go goodbye movie crash is produced and written by charles bryant and noel brown edited and engineered by seth nicholas johnson and scored by noel brown here in our home studio at ponsty market atlanta georgia for iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own brake kits led headlights whatever you need ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.